from Sydney and Melbourne. It's full disclosure. The Jono and Dorge podcast. Jono and Dorge. Full disclosure in the raw. Raw, raw, raw. Jono and Dorge. Full disclosure. No holds barred. No holds barred. Welcome to Full Disclosure, episode 12. You beauty. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. And hey, Jono Burns. How's life down in Melbourne? Good, dodgy swallow. Really good. How was your sandwich? You pushed this off a little bit to have a sandwich. What did you have in it? Avocado cheese tomato, baby. You know how to live. You didn't You didn't heat it up, did you? Yeah, it was toasted, baby. Uh, don't, you think, don't you feel that that fucks up the avocado? Yeah, but the problem was it had been in that cafe in the window for all day because it's now 4.30, oh. so I figured fry it. Get rid of any germs. Any salmonella, anything nasty like that. But did it taste a bit gross? I find like, I that's a pet hate of mine is the when they put avocado in pasta. Oh, yeah. Like I, it's chicken alfredo or something. I've tried doing that recently and it, it's not good. It hasn't tasted good at all. I don't know why I'm doing it's it. fucking bullshit. It, yeah, it does something gross. bad to the avocado. The avocado yeah. is a pure, delicious meal. In it's itself. one of my go-tos. But, guac, as you know. I'm yeah. a big guac fan. You're a, you're a guac man. You're I an ass man and a guac man. <laughs> Not an ass man. I put a lot of um, uh, garlic in my guac. You don't, you don't agree with that, do you? Uh, I don't mind. No, no, I don't mind. I, I, I'm, I have garlic in there and I have lemon in there and I have salt and pepper and that's it. I don't want any tomatoes or chili or yogurt. Sour cream? No sour cream? No, I'm a purist. Just why, you know, why fuck it up? It's, it's perfect in itself. Well, speaking of being perfect in itself, this app is yes. a big app because we've got our first guest, uh, Jamie Timoney, who is coming in on the show. And hopefully, I wouldn't yeah. say I'm not expecting him to be perfect, but I think it's a great coup to have such a wonderful talent um, coming in uh, to, to kick off our, our, guest, our guest stars, so to speak. Yeah, we're going to keep it short and sharp because Timoney really is the not, not just the icing on the cake, he is the cake. He's the avocado in the guac, so we're... We're just going to race through this, aren't we, George? We're going to- that's right. That's right. But we're talking about the World Cup. Do you want to talk sure, about the World Cup? Yeah, the World on? Cup's on. So, this is kind of our, our World Cup edition. Apologies also to all our listeners, including my sister, who've complained about the tardiness of EP11. I have been swamped with a whole bunch of work. I'm very in demand. I, I think I'm right up there, really, as one of the most <laughs> in demand people Train in the Australia. Swamp. So- well, yeah, you're in a play. How's the play going? Uh, the play's going well. Yeah. Look, yeah. it's solid. I wouldn't- It's not- What's it called? It's called Dresden, um, uh-huh. and it's playing at King's Cross Theatre and finishes yep. probably about the time I get this app out, which is about the uh, 30th of June, so I'm not, not really uh, uh, spruiking it whatsoever, but it's, um, it's great to be involved, great cast, and um, I think it's a really interesting play. The, the writer, Justin Fleming, it's about Hitler and Wagner, and I don't think you can get much more interesting than that. No, they're two heavy hitters. Mm. Whose music did you prefer out of the two of them? Well, Wagner. I do like the dance of the yeah. Valkyries. Uh, it does get me yeah. get me going. Wait, wait, is it the dance of the does Valkyries? It? Does it really? <laughs> no, it's the ride. Is it the ride of the Valkyries? It's from Apocalypse Now. Yeah, no, it's, it's super. It's an absolute banger. Super and how about you? What's the update in John O'Burns yeah. Land? Give it's it all our, our listeners the uh, the news. Well, Melbourne is a, is a very vibrant place. I've been doing lots of things. I, I was the plus one a couple of times for the MTC. So, I saw a couple of plays at the Melbourne Theatre Company. Um, and they were, they were all right. They, they didn't didn't blow me away. One was a, a Lorca, you know, that, the, the, the playwright Lorca. 
Oh, you mean cork? Blood oh, wedding? Oh, yeah, Lorca, of course. Not yeah. a corker. It's not a corker from Lorca. It's uh, the house of Bernard Alba, and it, I didn't, I didn't dig it so much. But what what it was, was the most house. interesting should thing? Should have that, been the shit house of uh, <laughs> shit house of Bernard. It just didn't quite work. It, it, it uh, yeah, it didn't quite work for me. Yep. Uh, but I went away on the weekend to a DJ battle. That's cool. In the, in two hours out of Melbourne. Yeah, it's pretty edgy, Dodge. Edgy thing. And it's quite a um, niche thing. This It's it's the 34th of these battles. And they're a, couple, a couple of blokes I went to school with, and they've been doing it, obviously not for 34 years, but when they had more time on their hands, they did like eight, eight in a year kind of thing. And it's, no, it's like our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> what, eight in a year? No, we've got to get more out than that, mate. We, there's, there's, there's definitely demand. But we... Um, yeah, so we, we went out there and it was it's just an all-nighter where 10 different DJs do one-hour sets that they, chore- um, not choreograph, but they set to visuals as well. And it was super impressive. There was, um, there was one person who made his own video game from scratch. One of the, you, you might know this being a, a gamer. There was a game called Road to Oregon, which was one of the first ever video games. And he recreated it with all his friends and did the voiceover and stuff and had bangers every time there was a fight. Uh, and that came runner-up. Um, but a really impressive one had um, As- Asimar. Do you know what that is? Asimar. A-S-M-R. Asimar. Yeah, Asimar. Okay. <laughs> As Mr. It's Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it's going nuts on the internet at the moment. Oh, no, I do know about and it. My, my, Georgie's yeah. been asking me to do it for her. Uh, she's, she's, Yo, I, was, I was thinking you'd be really great at it. If you want to make an extra a couple of bucks, uh, you'd be amazing at it. I don't mind. Just whispering sweet nothings. I don't need any money right now, you're mate. Making, you're making cheese. All right. Well, it's it's um it's pretty cool, and it's something. Um, yeah, it was it was a cool like thing because it was a bit of kind of synchronicity because I met a Japanese girl on the bus on the way back from work the other day because we were, it's shocking um train the the trains are all getting rerouted so we're all on these buses and they're it's getting, fucking they're bullshit. Getting, they're getting what rerouted? Okay. They're fucking being rooted, I'll tell you that, because it, it takes about two hours to get to the hospital. So, we were just kind of in siege mentality, and I was talking to this younger Japanese girl, and I said, what, are you, what have you been doing today? And she said that um, she spent- Did you open with that? What have you been doing? Um, I think I, I, I'm fine talking to strangers. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do. Bit me too, mate. Bit me too. What do you mean? Well, I was asking a random girl on a train, what are you doing today? What have you been doing today? And she said she'd spent the whole day watching ASMR videos. And so, I already knew about it before getting this battle. Is that how she said it? Anyway. ASMR? Or did you say ASMR? Yeah. And then she showed me some on her phone. Yeah. Cool. I, I don't okay. know how to say it. Is, is it ASMR or ASMR? ASMR. But, um, it's called ASMR. It's pretty big. I did a bit of research on it. And um, there's this woman, uh, a Russian expat, which is, I guess, topical because we've um, got the World Cup in Russia. Yeah. Who's living in, in Maryland, Washington, D.C. And she's had over 75 million views of her asthma. And she does it because Sounds a bit like Ask the Mouth, doesn't it? Asthma. Uh, uh, yeah, but it's not. No. I mean, you could do the sound of Ask the Mouth. What would that sound like, George? I, I don't want to even try. So. Oh, it'd be... It'd, <laughs> <laughs> you just be closing it, but um, she was depressed because she was uh, had a divorce, and it reminded her. She found some on the internet, and it reminded her of when she was at school, and people used to tickle her arms. Yes, and a teacher used to whisper things in her ear, and it really relaxed okay. it, relaxed her. That's a bit of a concern, but yeah. Uh huh. And um, so she's just paying it forward. She's not even making any money off it. That's fantastic, isn't it? But anyway, that was the DJ battle. It was, it was, it was great. Except the only flaw of it, George. I took mushrooms. Yes. Had a fabulous time watching yes. the footy on mushrooms. Yes. But it wasn't very social. People weren't talking much because they were all on the nangs. 
Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. So, Where have you seen Nags? I, I went to a, a warehouse rave type thing last year. Yeah. It was a be positive um, rave, and there oh, was I like just that guy. Yeah. Nags and just dudes on Nags rolling around, and yeah, it was just. They don't make you talk. They don't make you have fun. No. No, they don't. Although I must say there were a few guys that did get really talking and I wish they weren't talking. So <laughs> it's a bit of, you know, column A, column B really. And those and those those like what are they, like, you know, the cream whipped cream yeah. canisters or whatever. Yeah. They were just scattered around the house the next day. There was thousands of them. People were doing hundreds of nangs. Yeah, they are. That's terrible. So for the uninitiated, because a lot of people don't know what nangs are, they are yeah. the um the canisters, little canisters that you use for ice uh, for cream dispensers. Yeah, for cream dispensers, that's right. Mm. And I believe, what is it? Is it nitrous oxide? I think so. Yeah. It just shuts off the oxygen to your brain for three seconds and you have a high. Yeah, that's right. No, it is nitrous oxide. It gave me a bit of a bad mushroom trip just seeing it the whole... Because like, it snuck up on me. I didn't realize they were doing it. And then you just constantly heard... And then like a... When they threw them on the ground. Mm. It was just like... It was the... Along with the DJ battle, it was a bit of a soundtrack. Yeah. Slightly gave me the, the willies. So, wait. Who was the winner of the DJ battle? Uh, it was an excellent one. He's a doctor. I won't reveal his name, but cool. he um, he did a, a great a great job. And um, yeah, they've all got cool names, and they get a belt at the end. You have to vote the next day, so it's quite hard to remember all ten. Yeah, but uh, he did a, he did a terrific job. He involved his kid in the video. He uh, played all the characters in a band. It's hundreds of hours of preparation goes into. What so they pl- so this is the video the, the the footage behind them while they're playing. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. there's a sheet behind them with a projector and also a TV, two TVs. That's pretty cool. It was, it was, it was real. It was real cool. It was a real cool thing. It's definitely raising the bar. It's giving Vivid Gleeb a run for its money without that sort of paraphernalia. Yeah, no, but but it's less social than Vivid Gleeb. No. It's all about the battle. And then the next night's called Players' Night, but really they were just doing nangs. <laughs> and I went to bed quite early, but it, it, it's less um, pressure. They're competing against each other. There's a lot of bragging rights. They talk about it all year. Well, speaking of bragging rights, I must say yes. there's been numerous requests from people at SBS for a, they're, they're very happy with the repeat caller of Rupert from <laughs> Riverview, but there's a, there's been requests for more Putin, believe it or not. Really? Uh, yes. Oh. I was flabbergasted. I had no idea why, but there was there's repeat. In fact, um, one guy particularly liked the rap. So uh, He's only called once. Um, he's yeah, only called I mean, once. I guess yeah. he's probably quite busy with the World Cup, but maybe you'll, well, the, maybe Russia, you'll the World Cup is on, and it's yeah. you know the, the World Cup's on. It's in Russia. Russia is very much in the news, so he's probably got a lot on his plate. Um, knowing yes. him, he's probably involved in the coaching of the Russian team. Uh, he's probably heavily involved in the tactics, the incentives, and the and the punishments for for good play. So <laughs> you know, it's, it'll be fascinating to see if he can find time for us. But I just wanted to pass on to you that. Uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, in terms of reasoning, it, there a is following. a following for Putin. Correct. Yeah. Look, that's not surprising. He's he's an alpha. People get behind alphas. They do. They love alphas. Australians in particular. Hey, Dodge, did you hear about Burger King? What's going on with Burger King? No, what's going At on? The, um, uh, they're, they're in trouble in Russia. I didn't even know there was a Burger King, King in Russia. Right. But um, they have this weird... So, I'll just read what it says. It goes, fast food chain Burger King has come under fire for an offensive social media promotion offering a lifetime supply of Whopper burgers for Russian women who become pregnant with World Cup players. The burger giant's Russian division announced on Tuesday it was offering 3 million rubles, $64,000, in order to get the best football genes and ensure the success of the Russian team for generations to come. 
The deal, however, was, pilled, uh, was pulled sorry, amid a flurry of complaints on social media. Burger King later apologised for the blunder. The topic of World Cup flings has been on the agenda in Russia. Politician Tamara Pletny warned Russian women against trysts with foreign men for fear of becoming a single parent, saying they should marry local men and that children from mixed-race ma- marriages are unhappy. But parliamentary members Mi- Mikhail Detrohov promoted a different view. The more love stories we have connected to the World Championship, the more people from different countries fall in love. The more children are born, the better, he said. So there you go. It's amazing stuff. I was having a bit of a go at you, mate, there. Oh, mixed, the, the mixed, mixed race. race thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did read that, that article. I didn't read the... Oh, you read that? I didn't read the Whopper thing, but I read the, the, the lady who was arguing against mixed race. But then she, she was saying she wasn't a nationalist and... It was encouraging people to have romantic affairs at the end. She kind of tried to backtrack a little bit Ooh. on what she was saying. Yeah, look, it's pretty a- cheeky of, um, of yeah. the, the whoppers too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in terms of incentives, that's a solid incentive to hook up with someone, a, a lifetime of whoppers. That would probably yeah. get me thinking about <laughs> um, races that <laughs> I had no interest you- in before. You know, if I was, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't I ha- work with you. What do you mean it wouldn't work with me? Well, you can't, you can't have the baby of a male soccer player. No, but I could... Uh, procreate with a no, you simply can't you simply can't <laughs> I could procreate with a female Russian player a soccer player who's very good or uh-huh, or a true. female player mm-hmm. you know it doesn't just go I mean what Steph Curry isn't his mother a, a volleyballer I think she was a very yes. excellent a very high level volleyballer yeah so you know it goes both ways it's just not one from one direction Jono no, 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 but it's, the, head it's in, the male World Cup at the moment. It's just it's different time. But sorry, I shouldn't have. Uh, yes, and yes, and George. Uh, yeah, are you enjoying the World Cup? Are you watching much? No, oh, I'm not. I'm just too busy, mate. I'm, I'm performing every night, so yeah, it's not a lot. Of, not a lot of time. When I'm working this much, um, something's got to give. I don't, I'm not seeing my partner at all. Um, you know, it's everything. All I all I can do is make sure I go to the next thing. And do the best job I can, and hopefully an award-winning job. I just try and do award-winning jobs and everything I do now. Yeah, just turn up. You just want to turn up and, and commit excellence. But I'm, di- I'm disappointed because I don't know much about the World Cup, so I was hoping you could explain it to me. Oh, yeah, a bit. I know a lot about it. What do you want to know? Oh, I don't know. Like There, there seem to be a few upsets going on that, that um, Germany might be fighting for their life. They've got one game left. That's right. Correct. Yeah. So, you're, you're on top of that. Okay. No, that's cool. And, you know, obviously, Australia need a very good... Uh, result against Peru. Well, we need to win and we need Denmark. We to, need to win big. We need Denmark to lose as well mm. um, because Denmark have won. They beat Peru. So if Denmark draw, even if they draw with France, we're, we're up shit creek. So. Speaking of shit creek, I, I, I did, did kind of want to share with um, the listeners. We've got a, a, a full disclosure coming up, hopefully from Jamie Timoney, but this is just a mini one um, involving the World Cup qualifier where a bunch of our mates went and unfortunately you had a you, you were doing another play you were constantly treading the boards and so you weren't able to join us but it was Australia Syria the the World Cup um, I think I've already told you about this where we, there was probably about 10 of us and we we went there and it was like herding cats trying to get all the, all of our mates out of the pub and there we finally sat down and and um, the Syrian supporters were lovely and, and definitely were more fun to hang out with than the the Aussie ones because have you noticed that it seems like a lot of um, soccer fans are a bit lame in Australia? Is that is that a it was thing to say? yeah? Well, no, no. We had an Australian guy when we were watching the Australia versus France guy. He just came up and goes, "Fuck off, French! <laughs> Fucking get out of our country! 
Like this fucking bogan from Cronulla. And he goes, oh, how good's... They're doing all right, though, aren't they? And kept trying to buddy up with me and Tom Campbell and Yarlan. Do you reckon he's a real soccer fan, though? Or is it... Uh, he just a, seemed to know a, his stuff. A nationalist. And, but okay. he, he had that thing that Tom Campbell turned to me afterwards. He goes, have you noticed there's this thing like the racist sort of racist tradie hipster thing at the moment? And I was like, yeah, yeah. They go to all the music festivals and just get really off off chops. But they're actually just getting that... They're going to get messed up. They're not social Gronks? and they're racist. Um, yeah, yeah, they're but they're like, like super Aussie, but they look like hipsters. They look like boho. Mm. They look like they're artistically inclined. But when you talk Undercover. to them, you, you, you realise they're just like got long, dirty hair and they're absolute fucking idiots. Yeah, there's quite, <laughs> there's quite a lot of them, actually. Yeah, and they're the guys that- Well, I don't, mean, I don't want to say that Australia, the people that love soccer are lame. Just the people that like are really nerd out about it. And they, they, right. there was quite a few under 18 and they were just a bit snide and they were like really bitchy about the Australian players. So oh, wasn't neg- in you, don't like, you don't like people being negative about the, the teams, do you? you know, that's one of I your don't. pet hates. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but the Syrians were just loving it though. It was having, having a great time and we we're butting up and I had my trusty hip flask with me, uh. which I've been known to bring to oh, yes. um, Sydney Swan games with you and Lord, Fremantle games. Lord of the flask, we call him. <laughs> and I do get a bit rowdy And I, I thought I was being hilarious And I was getting Michael Flatley, Lord of the Flask <laughs> And I was getting lots of laughs from the section around me I was definitely the loudest person And because I think we, we went one nil up And I just started yelling park the bus a lot Yep. And it just it was just it just tickled me. And I know it's, it's not a, it's a funny it's a funny phrase. Yeah, it's not a joke in itself, but I was just no. like, Park the bus <laughs> Park the bus, Australia And I was really, you know, and they were chortling and people were laughing and stuff. Yeah. And I was just riffing with it. And I was riffing, I was like, Park the bus and then I was like in my head I was thinking like, you know, like what's some bus references? And I was like, There's a bomb on the bus and I just yelled it out. <laughs> Fucking crickets. Like my new Syrian friends. <laughs> Wait, did you say there's a bomb on the bus? Yeah, there's a bomb on the. I didn't say there's a bum like a like a homeless person. No, there's a bomb on the bus. Oh, dude. And in my mind, that's just a, the funniest movie reference to a bus. But obviously, with <laughs> you went, there's some other things there. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, people. Yeah, I, I wasn't able. I wasn't able to regain my uh, <laughs> my standing in the section. And uh, yeah, that was my that was my. Own. But you know, totally innocent, totally innocent. And I, you know, it's just when really, really high level stupidity though. You think like really, really high level, like not medium. Yeah, because they would have just thought I was yelling out, "There's a bomb on the bus." Like they, yeah, yeah I mean, not everyone knows speed. Twin towers down. What you like, what's the <laughs> stupidity were you yelling, mate? Yeah, it's just not. Not clever. Because it's content. Because you know, there probably was some of the fuckheads were making terrorist calls as well. Yeah, well, some especially of the- some of those fucking bogan, bogan hipsters mm. I was t- we were talking some about. Yeah. But yeah, you got to. If, if we learn anything from last week's episode, John, the world and life is about context. And unfortunately, you did not choose the right context for that particular hilarious gag. <laughs> I done fucked up. You done fucked hey, up. Hey, George, I've got to go. I've got to go see a man about a. Um- a horse, okay. All right, buddy. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll just um, I'll just uh, eat another avocado sandwich or something. Just chill. <laughs> Don't cook it. John and George, full disclosure in the raw. Raw, raw, raw. Yes, hello. Uh, hello. Hello, is this uh, Dorji Porgy? Yes, is that? It sounds like. Vladimir Putin. Have you? Of course. Who else? Hello, my little friend. How are you? Great to hear your voice again, Vladimir. It was quite the coup, pardon the expression, when you called last time. Yeah, so don't, very don't, ex- don't mention that word, okay? It's, it's, it's the least favorite word. So it's, oh. It's, oh, okay. So let me fuck the word. Um, how's your little pod going, my little friend? 
Look, it's uh, coming along. We haven't uh, yet managed to register a listener in Russia, but we have got a few. That pre- is, that is, they don't, we do not have uh, outside ports, but uh, uh, are you on the social media? Maybe I can help you, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're on social media. Yeah, we've, we've, we're on a few. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on um, We're on Facebook. Uh, listen, 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 listen. I, I know social media, okay? I know I'm very, we're very good at this. We're good with all the uh, algorithms. Nice. Also, all the uh, Olga rhythms. Oh, Olga. Very good. I Local. see what you did there. <laughs> good job, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I could help you very much. But uh, listen, I'm in a real hurry, okay? You're a very busy man. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I uh, just wanted to, you know, uh, gloat a bit about the World Cup. Oh, yes. See, uh, Congratulations. Russia, eight goals. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, a fantastic performance. And, you know, a lot of people were deriding you guys saying you're only playing in the World Cup because it's in Russia. But, boy, have you proved them wrong. You guys are Who says, who says this? Uh, no one that uh, no one specifically that I'm, I know. I can't name no names, names no. but no. You can't, you can't name names, huh? So, you know you can't. Or... I just, you know, just reports, reporters, some, some reporters. Um, <laughs> reporters. But, yeah, exactly. Who can trust them, huh? Those, yes. <laughs> they just make things up. I mean, up, look at they? them. Look at them making things up about, you see, Melania. You see the little uh, the the shirt she wear. No, what what did it what what did it say? It's good, it's good. I tell her to. I tell her you should say uh, I don't give a fuck, but she wears uh, I don't care. It's very funny. I like her. You know, she reminds me of uh, a cat. Yeah, but she is Eastern European. I think Melania isn't she Slovenian or something like that. She's from what a foot would have been the former USSR, I, I believe. So ah, yes. Yeah, but um, more's the pity. But Russia, what, what a fantastic performance. Congrats, Putin. You're doing a Thank fantastic you. job. Cool. Don't worry about the spectacle, you know? I mean, you know, when uh, these things are happening, other things are happening, you understand? Uh, well, not really. What do you mean by that? Well, probably not, exactly. But, uh, you know, look over here, right? Look over there. Hmm? Like a magician? Is that a, like a magic trick sort of thing? Like yes, a sleight of hand? Like a, I like magic, yeah. I like magic very much. It's, you do? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, of course. I'm a magician. Uh who, but, who's, uh, who's your favorite magician, Vladimir? Do you, do you like Darren Brown or um, uh, David yeah, Copperfield? I like or? David Blight. I like oh, David okay. Blight. Yeah, well, he's, he does some great tricks. That's right. He's, uh, he's uh, quite, the, quite the visual. Sure, listen, listen, little man, I have to go. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. You, you say, hi, say hi to your mother for me, okay? Oh, okay. Um, what, is anything you want me to pass on to my mother? Just, just hi from Vladimir Putin? Is that what you want me to say? Goodbye, goodbye. Here, okay. I'm going to do it. All right, you ready? What are you going to do? You're going to do what? What are you going to do? I'm going to do a little rap again. Oh, you're doing a rap? Okay, I didn't I had no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Vladimir. I didn't realize that it we're yeah. we're going back back to the yeah. back to the well, so to speak. Look, um, that's right. But I I started already. I start the track. I go back. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay, sure. Right. You ready? All right. Okay, I'm ready. Go oh. for it, Vlad. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. MC Putin, coming at you. Da. Push. Uh, okay, here we go. World Cup, uh, cup and ball. Before the pride, uh, it come before Dostoyevsky. Absolutely nothing. I confess, uh, my opponents playing checkers. I play chess. Kasparov, Kasparov, ah, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. Come with me. He meets with little rocket man, snitch. I'm the silverback missile all up in this bitch, Sputnik. Looky here, I wave my wand, real talk. No fucking James Bond, Fleming. My generals, they stand in the rain. 
we bring the noise ah we bring the pain we're having a reunion a reunion no reunion without soviet union come world into my layer i'm a goddamn ghoul a dragon slayer merkel i make barack look like urkel got any cheese no come with me my apprentice have no fear watch the ball i make sovereign land disappear Poof. i don't like world i cup your ball don't blink don't sneeze i gently squeeze from copper field to copper field he grabs the pussy i lock them up pussy riot rip Come with me, my apprentice. If not, I show what I got. I'll zip it around the dark web like a frisbee. It'll make two girls one cup look like Disney. While you're watching the ball, I might replace your sugar with uh, stevia. Oh no, oh shit. Did he just take back the Crimea? I infect your screen with trolls. Bot babushka dolls. Like ninja elves. All full of themselves. I just put you in check. Think about it. Check. Republic. <laughs> Czech Republic. <laughs> you thinking about it? <laughs> Good. Because I just fucked your mom. Wow. Uh, that was uh, quite something. My generals, they, they stand, stand out, out in, in the, the rain. rain. I bring the noise, I bring the pain. We're having a reunion, reunion. Can't spell reunion without Soviet Union. Reunion, reunion. Having a reunion, can't spell reunion without Soviet Union. They stand out in the rain. I bring the noise, I bring the pain. Reunion. Hey, Dodge. Uh, hi. Hi, buddy. How are you? <laughs> hey. Sorry, I just uh, had to go see about that little transaction. Yeah. Boy, did you miss... Uh, I'm just stupefied. It's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, something... Uh, it was very artistic, what Is Vladimir it? did. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. Vladimir okay. did. That could be the, the name of, of that podcast. Quite the musician. Quite the musician. Very impressive. In fact, this is very a musical theme podcast because we've had yeah. Vladimir smash out something pretty amazing. Yeah. I saw St. Vincent smash Ooh. out something less than amazing, I thought. Uh, this I got free tickets. So I shouldn't diss it, and I was very lucky. I was very fortunate to get them. But she, what she did was she played with just a, a, a backing track. It was a backing mm-hmm. track with no music, just her by herself. And considering a lot of people paid over $100 a ticket... I thought that was a bit of a piss take, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't, don't think anyone should be playing along with a backing track if you're charging over a hundred bucks. Really, for a I don't and- think that matters if if it's good. Like, like rappers don't have have musicians. 
Yeah, I guess. You've just got to be good. Yeah, I guess you, maybe that's a good point. Maybe you're right. With mm. rappers, I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. But rappers involve sampling and stuff like that. Mm. So there's no. So sam- she just she just was actually. Oh, so it was like karaoke. She basically just got yeah. and did karaoke. She had no. She she played mm. a guitar and sang, but all the rest mm. of the tracks were were just recorded, and there was no dances. I saw her when she was awkward. How was she? She's very, very stylized and stuff. Super stylized. There's an artistic sort of edge to it. And she showed a film beforehand. But yeah, I'm. Look, I think she's a great muser, very talented. But I I wasn't really picking up what she was putting down. I thought it was a bit of a piss take. But thankfully, uh, we've got. You know, when it comes to music, we've got a great musician coming up pretty Mm. shortly. On full disclosure, it's our first guest. Uh, hopefully he'll he might give Vladimir a run for her money. I think he's Mossy gives St. Vincent a run for run for her money. And, oh yeah. Uh, and when it comes to comedy, he definitely has her covered because she was not funny. I'll give you that uh, straight away. Was she trying to be funny? And she did try a little bit. Look, she's nice. She's lovely. Uh, she did. She was. She, but she did that standard Sydney. I love you. I love you, Sydney. Type thing, uh-huh. which um, unfortunately my did you do your self- standard. Did you do your standard yell yell back at the at the musician using no, your no. caring voice? You didn't bother. No, I didn't. I didn't bother. I don't do that anymore. I you put it in the rack. Who did you do that? Who did you do that with? It was quite a famous there story. Was Neil Farm, Neil's Farm. He was playing piano, and oh, yeah. um, he just finished playing at the opera house, and I was sitting there, and he said at the end, he's like, "Okay, he's German." He's like, "Okay, let's bring the lights up," and I went, "No." <laughs> And, every, and there's this audible laugh across the entire opera house. Not and, how I heard it. And then afterwards, Ben Hutchings came up to us and goes, how funny was that guy who said no when they, <laughs> when they brought the lights up, when they asked Did to put the lights up? Did you pretend he didn't know it was? Did you do that? He didn't know it was me. And I had to say, actually, Ben Hutchings, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am funny. But um, anyways, uh, look, uh, speaking of funny, we have Jamie Timoney on next. We give you all the exclusives. Uh, We've got a great new new guest next week. Looking forward to them. I think uh, we'll probably uh, sign out with Jamie. Um, Until next week, Jono, looking forward to uh, episode 13, the lucky number 13. Any any, any last notes for our our listeners? Uh, No. Are you you upset (laughs) you missed out on on Vladimir? I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you You don't sound that impressed, actually. No, no, sound I, like you thought it was I, a bit shit. No, no, I wasn't. No, no, I didn't think it was. <laughs> I didn't think Vladimir was shit. <laughs> I'm just fascinated that you know with the, the SBS guys, if they like time it. and effort Vladimir has, has found in in between his tight schedule to put together. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's really raising the bar, and hats off to him. Full hats off to him. He's quite the yeah. lyricist, I think, really, and underrated in many ways. Um, underrated. Yeah, it's yeah. his second language too. It's very impressive. It's very impressive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, thanks so much, John. Lovely change you, as always. Hey, you too, Short mate. episode this week. And uh, next week, we're coming back with a new guest. Uh, I don't want to name names, but it's something pretty hot. Let's just say that. Hot off the press in terms of popularity, not just aesthetically, although they're quite good looking as well. Nice one. See you, George. See, See you, mate. everyone. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. It's full disclosure. The Jono and George podcast. Joining us today, uh, our first guest on Full Disclosure, episode 12. Okay. What is, what is, is that a snoring noise? Just, just, no, what people blowing up. This is exciting. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Good. That's a better like, noise. <laughs> okay.
Okay. Yeah, good. Just let That'd me get through it. That'd be serious sleep apnea if that was the snoring. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Oh. And joining us is uh, joining us for our first guest on full disclosure on episode twelve, the World Cup edition, is Jamie Timoney, the the creative force behind Mossy, the creative force behind these New South Wales actor, writer, extraordinaire, auteur, Jamie Timoney. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. I'm Jamie Timoney, and welcome to me. <laughs> well, it's great because you do have alter egos. You know, you've got these, uh, your, your musical alter ego, you've got the, the TV show alter ego. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think a lot of the real Jamie really comes out. And I, I'm assuming we might get a small insight into the real Jamie. You today. may, you may well do. You may well do. <laughs> no promises. No promises, no way. So we, we, we should give a bit of background to these alter egos. Of course, the, yes. these New South Wales alter ego, just, just fiery frontman on stage. One of the one of the best live performers I've ever seen. I have to oh, say. Thank you. Yeah, Probably seen you South, twenty South times, Danny. Oh, sorry, sorry. I keep interrupting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I was just saying yes. nice things about you. Yeah, I loved it. And these New South Wales, you're right. It's, it's one like one of the best bands in Australia, and and I'm lucky enough to be the frontman of that band. <laughs> so you that's a bit to a, do with it. That's yeah. it's a great it's a great feeling. I saw them. I don't want to out fangirl you, Jono, uh, but yeah. I saw them. I did at um, <laughs> the World Bar. Uh, at a very, well, it wasn't even early for them. They'd been around for a while before that, but it was a, a gig. I think it was about seven years ago. I reckon that gig. Wow, that could have been. Was it downstairs at World Bar? Yes, that would have been the first show because we've only oh. ever played one show down there, and that was the first one. Oh, I okay. think I so you were the first. I, think I was one. there too, Dorch. No, you weren't. You weren't there, yes, mate. Yes, I was, oh I was playing in Sydney seven years ago. Bullshit! You didn't even know who they were. You thought it was a rugby union thing. I think you said. You know, the, <laughs> where are the Waratahs playing? You said to me, fucking idiot. There's a lot of rugby in Sydney. But um yeah, yeah, and, and then but then on your your T V show, Jamie, you, you really extend that character and you play him as almost a, a kind of monster. I, I rewatched all of um season one last night and in credit to you, it's actually funnier the second time round, which shows a lot of nuance in performances, but you you're a bit of a bit of a bad guy. Do you reckon? <laughs> yes. Definitely. Control very controlling, very uh, you know, you won't won't let uh, anyone else get a word in. A bit like Dorji on the mic. Yeah, yeah. No, he's de- the character in the show is definitely a bit like that for sure. I mean, I, I like hearing that uh, you think he's a bad guy. Some people feel sorry for him. I like the mixed mm. the mixed responses that that character gets. Well, make, I, I think a monster fun. is not always a bad guy, but you're in that kind of uh, I don't know George Costanza, David Brent. Yes, um, that model yeah, of bad of, guy. Famous, yeah. famous for insecurities, those guys, really, and how, exactly. how it mobilizes in their behavior. Yeah, that's right. It's just an incredibly insecure character. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And so, are you going to push that further in season two? Well, season two, uh, it, it is, is out, so I'm surprised <sighs> that you haven't watched it, to be honest. Um, and yes, it was pushed so further. It was pushed further. And um, in season three, if there is one, I can imagine that it will be pushed further you know because you just got to keep moving forward don't you, you do Never well, how can we back. watch this how can we watch this it's not on the youtube it's on you can watch these new south wales uh season one and two now on comedycentral.com.au and you can stream it there and it's oh, free yep that's great people keep coming up going hey man i'd love to see the new series but i haven't got foxtel and i'll say shut the fuck up you idiot it's not <laughs> yeah. on foxtel yeah it's on comedycentral.com.au fucking idiot there you go there you that's go a, that was a that was an easy plug yeah, and you can hear the difference between Jamie Timoney and and his, his, his New South Wales character. There, it's very completely it's a, different people. Absolutely, yeah. and anyone who says it isn't 
has to come and have say hello to him and maybe have a coffee and you'll see it's a very different person. I know because I've known him for a long time. Exactly. Even I've got kind than me. eyes. I've got kind eyes in the person <laughs> in the in the flesh. No holds barred. Um, so yes, as Jamie Timoney, uh, you also have another alter ego, which is the the Mossy scenario, which I, again I've had the pleasure of witnessing live and fantastic performances, or, and the clips are absolutely stunning. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about th- about that? Yeah, Mossy is my, um, I guess, like my home recording project. That you know, it's like when I write music by myself, that 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 tends to be Mossy music, and uh, and. Um, I, you know, I work very closely with a producer friend of mine, Dean Tuza, and, um, you know, we put a lot of care and love into it. And uh, and it's quite a visual project as well. Love making videos, um, you know, love performing live uh, in that uh, in that, in that project as well. It's very different to these New South Wales, almost like kind of polar opposite. And it's um, a nice kind of outlet for, a, I guess, a different side of my writing, uh, you know. And have you got any gigs coming up as Mossy? Uh, actually, not playing any shows at the moment. Um oh. Because I'm ju- I'm actually just like working on the I start recording the album on Monday next week so wow I've just been writing 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 and um, have you know written a whole bunch of songs and ready to start recording so it's a bit of a quiet time in terms of performances for Mossy at the moment any little uh, guest guesties on there that you can share with our listeners um, there there are going to actually be some guest vocalists on there um, but I don't know quite who they are yet so oh, okay. I, that, that hasn't kind of been um, locked in but I definitely want other people other than just me singing on this album yeah I'll, and, s- and, I'll send you my demo I'll, I'll get yeah. a demo together yeah awesome man just send it to um, nobodycares at <laughs> gmail.com <laughs> will do I will um, send it there I will send it there just in case you're not joking you've got to, you've got to grind in this industry just in case that was like a really clever red herring mm. I'm going to send it there now speaking of performing you're quite the veteran of stage and screen. I mean, I've seen you on stage as well. A, fan, a, a fantastic performance in Men, was it, what was it called? Yeah, Men, Brendan yeah, Cowell's, Brendan Cowell's play. play. Yes, we've both seen you in Men. Right. <laughs> Very good. Homophobe. And then on top of that, on top of that, and I use the term on top of that deliberately, uh, you really st- you really were on screen from a young age learning, learning your chops. Yeah. On famously H2O Add Water, is that the Yes, correct? H2O Just Add Water. Is um, yep. a, a uh, children's a teen fantasy drama series about mermaids, and it was on Nickelodeon and uh, Channel Ten here, and actually in 130 countries around the world. Whoa, but, uh, big deal. who's counting? Big deal. You know what I mean? 130 yeah. plus, actually. Holy shit! But uh, we did three seasons of that, and I started that when I was 18. And, uh, and were you the bad boy on that as well? I, I was like, you were. I was like a, a the character was a person with good intentions, but yes, I was the gross. Um, loser-style t- character that none of the girls wanted anything to do with. And it's kind of... What about art, the mermaids? Art imitating life, <laughs> life imitating art. Yeah, the mermaids wanted absolutely nothing to do with me. Um, but I wanted everything to do with them. Uh-huh. So, you get the gist. Yeah. Sounds a bit like... I don't want to make it friction. about myself. Sounds a bit like my, my barista character on Wonderland where I was really mad keen and a bit creepy and dirty and in love and everyone just didn't like me. Yeah. So it's a similar scenario. It's that archetype and it's kind of not... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's it, yeah, it's it's that thing, and it's really fun. It's fun to play that. Really fun. Do you know what it sounds that. nothing like? That um, homeless character I played on Blue Healers who ate a chicken and died. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nothing like that at all. Is that yeah. a true character? Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, you yeah. played—a homeless guy played who homeless ate kid? a chicken and died in Blue Healers. <laughs> Imagine getting that email in your inbox. <laughs> 
There was no logies for that episode, I'll tell, tell you. What was, oh, it, what was um, it about you, you think, which led to you being cussed? You just had something like a, like an idiot who would eat a, a, an off chicken? Every, every guestie I did, I was like a, a cheerful bad guy, like a kind of like, you know, a, a, a happy homeless person or a happy drug dealer. Well, like you've that's, got that's my thing. exceptionally cheerful eyes, Jono. Like the, oh, your you. eyes when you smile are just the most bright, cheery looking things. So. They are. You're yeah. typecast. I'm sorry that that happens to and you. And I had a mate from SBS say that you you come across as consistently bouncing this podcast. And he thought that I'd be the everyman bouncy guy, but I'm more of the rampaging Roy Slavin of the two, he said. Uh, <laughs> whereas you're, <laughs> you're sort of you're affable almost, and, and friendly. Yeah, you're the driver. You're, almost, you're the driver. You're like, yeah. Well, you, you, you were a worry the first few episodes, George. You were in a dark place. So it's, Is that we're, right? We're bringing you back. Yeah. He's, he was homeless. Oh. <laughs> it was carless. Oh, great. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of full disclosures and personal stories, uh, thanks for that, Jono. Yes. Uh, we should move into our, 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 the premiere segment of this, which is really about uh, Jamie Timoney unveiling his own full disclosure, his own embarrassing tale. It could mm. be a truthful tale. It could be something just personal about himself. Generally, we've gone for self-deprecating, but we've also done ones where I just talked about me being brutalised on an outward bound camp by guys and getting injured. So it has gone both ways. Yep. You know, it's just about... Just unveiling yourself uh, in whatever fashion you choose. And without further ado, Jamie, I'll cross to you for your full disclosure. Well, first and foremost, um, I, I was thinking about a story. That I was trying to think about a story that I could tell here. And I realized that what we perhaps tend to do with embarrassing stories is delete them from our memory. You know those things like that you that you think about the day after it happens or whatever, and your face goes into a full spasm, uh, like a, a, a an uncontrollable spasm, or you go, oh, oh fuck, I and you say something, it's like you've got Tourette's all of a sudden um, because that that embarrassing story comes up, and I think then I try to delete, 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 and they all disappear. And I know I've been embarrassed a million times. My face goes red at the drop of a hat. I'm probably red right now. I don't know, Dodgy. Am I red? I'm, no, it's, I'm not red. No, you're not red. He's indicating that I'm not red, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, but anyway, look, I did come across a story and, um, it has something to do with H2O Just Add Water, which is the kids show that I was in, which we just talked about, which is kind of a miracle because we didn't plan that. No. We didn't plan it. No. Miracles do happen. Fuck anyone who says they don't. You don't have to be religious to believe in miracles. Okay. Miracles have nothing to do with religion. Let's just get that straight, please. Um, so... We're working on. I'm working on H2O. Just add water. I did three years of it. Okay, so um, it's a it's a well-oiled machine. Um, I was actually um dating Kariba, who played one of the mermaids, and we dated for a very long time, and we're very close. And um, we were there was a, there was some there was some something that I needed some time off for. Now on H2O, I shot generally speaking right one day a week, and they paid me a lot of money. You know what I mean? I was, those other four days, I was just out. You know. Spending all my money, you know, hiring cars. How much money? How much oh, did they pay? I don't want to go into it, but it was a disgusting how much, amount mate? of money. Could, give me, give me how much. It's full disclosure, Jamie. <laughs> full disclosure. Okay, look, something like four hundred and fifty bucks a week, five hundred bucks. That's a week. big when you're that age. Okay. Yeah, that's big when you're that yeah, age. I was joking, by the way. It's an awful amount of money. Was it for a yeah. show like that? It's an awful amount of money. Was it really? Was it really four fifty five hundred bucks? It was like no, it was more. It was obviously more <laughs> syndicated. No, you just said it's not. You said it was five hundred bucks a week. No, no. Look, it was nah. a bit more than that. But I'm just, oh, let's, just let's just go five hundred bucks a week. All right, okay, 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 To a kid like me, grew up on the you know, on the wrong side of the tracks. Ah, uh, oh, I'm getting off. I'm you claim that as well. I claim that. You claim wrong side of the tracks. I grew up on the right side of the tracks. Did you? Yeah. Didn't you go to private school? Nah, fuck no. Okay. Public school the way, man. But it was like a selective school, right? No. No, they just let any any old any old bastard in. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Okay. Anyway. Sounds like, anyway, le- sounds like, le- sounds like so legit long, wrong side of the track. So. Yeah, no, I was on the right side of the track. Okay. So I'm working on H2O Just Add Water. I need, in about three months' time, there's a there's a, there's an event. I can't remember what the event was, but there was an event that I needed the afternoon off for. The chances are that I was not shooting that day anyway, okay? And if I was, it was very easy uh, with that much notice to like to work it out. And it was something I really needed the time off for, okay? I can't remember what it was. It must have been another job or something, right? But I need that time off. I did the right thing by, by uh, picking up the phone and calling the production coordinator, Cindy, who was... Um, uh, you know, like a nice enough lady, but a bit gruff. Let's just say a bit gruff. You know, she would uh, not have the the most uh, she, a bit tactless. Um, God bless you, Cindy. If you if you're listening, are you going to do a voice? Um, no, I was just kind of like this. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, uh, no. Look, uh, it's a, shot a the, disgruntled kind of voice. It's shot on the Gold Coast. Isn't it? Shot on the Gold Coast. Yeah. So I called Cindy and uh, I said, "Hey, Cindy, how you doing? Um, listen, I know it's." This is probably a lot of... I'm giving you a lot of notice here. Um, but there's an afternoon that I'm going to need to not be shooting. I, chances are I'm probably not shooting, but I just thought I'd let you know. And she said, I can't guarantee anything. And I said, oh, okay. Um, cool. It's just that I, you know, I, I really need this afternoon. off. I can't guarantee anything, mate. And I said, um, I, okay. All right. No worries. Well, is, is there uh, anything I could... Listen, mate, It's it, we're busy in here at the moment. Look, I... You, you, whatever day you're, you're um, scheduled to shoot is the day you'll be shooting. Okay, that's what it says in your contract. And she just got off the phone abruptly. And so, um, so I was, you know, a bit taken aback by that. And um, I sent Kariba, uh, my girlfriend at the time, who was also a cast member. Sorry, how old were you at the time again? I was 18. 18, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I sent her a message saying, um, God, Cindy's a fucking asshole. And I sent that message to Cindy, the production coordinator of, the, <laughs> of uh, H2O Just Add Water. And she Ooh. she wrote back, wrong number, mate. <laughs> and that's the end of my story. I was really, really, really shocked, upset, embarrassed. It might Maybe, guys, that's not as... Look, look at me getting all apologetic. But maybe that's not as like... Uh, all no, bearing. Good, but what happened no. afterwards? Yeah, what was the ramifications? Well, the ramifications yeah. were this. I just didn't write back to that message. Yes. And I didn't speak to her again for about, I don't know, three months or something until the like the rap party. Yes. Um, and at which point I went, you know, rap parties are great, aren't they? You you know, it, they're kind of kiss or biff style occasions. For yeah. the uninitiated. A bit, bit of steam. Bit of steam, that's yeah. right. For the uninitiated. It's where you all just throw down your new rhymes. You just, everyone just no, gets there. No, and it's they just not that sort of rap few party. bars. No, look, we have to try and, for people that are not in the industry, because John, myself and Jamie I'm not. Been, <laughs> <laughs> a rap party is when you, you finish, when you finish up a project and everyone gets together, the crew, the production team, the, the actors, the directors, and they uh, celebrate the end of a season or a production. And um, yeah, they're generally pretty fun affairs. Often a bit of romance in the air, a bit of, yeah, let off a bit of steam, as you said, Jono. No, no rhymes generally being put down at all. It's more just about celebrating the fact that you've, you've done this great project and also mourning the fact often that the project's over because yeah, you want to work it's more. Sad. Yeah, and you've had a great yeah. family vibe often on set. But I took this yeah. uh, opportunity to make amends. And so I approached yep, Cindy good. and I said, Listen, Cindy. And she said, Yeah, <laughs> what's going on, mate? And I said, Listen, about that message where I called you a fucking asshole, I said, I just want. I want to make it clear to you that I don't think you're a fucking asshole at all. You know, I think you're a, 
you're a great person. Um, you've always been pretty upfront and, you know, perhaps, you know, I, I, I took a little bit of offense to the fact you're abrupt or maybe I took it personally. And what I wanted to say to you was that I just wanted to blow off a little bit of steam to my girlfriend. You know, I used some language. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't um, exemplary language. Um, but, you know, we do that sometimes in our, in our private conversations and obviously I wasn't meant to send it to you. And she went, mate, you know what? I said, what? And she said, no worries, mate. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and so I said, she's oh, even thanks, a bru- mate. Yeah, gruff, even gruff in her, her benevolent forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She said, no worries, mate. I said, no worries, mate. Oh. And she said, cheers, mate. And I went, no, no worries, mate. <laughs> have you seen her since? No, no way. Okay. Do you know what I would have done? I would have told her that, that my girlfriend and I use the word arsehole as legend. So, I was actually saying... You're a fu- she's a fucking Cindy's legend. A fucking legend. Yeah, totally. And I would have, I would have dragged Kariba in front of her to, to second that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. bring other people into it, punish others <laughs> for the mistakes of. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like that style of. I like that style of. Build living, a house actually. of cards. Yeah, just yeah. throw your mates under the bus. Yeah. Have your own shit. Yeah. That's yeah. great, isn't it's it? That's good, isn't it? Or just, yeah. I would have gone. I would have gone. That that text message wasn't meant for you. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very good. So, guys, I hope I passed no, the test. It's great. No, just, uh, do we want to pick through this a bit more, Jamie. Just, just okay. indulge us here because yeah. you've given us this information. And now yeah. it's our turn to have a bit of bit of fun with it. Okay. Now, one assumes in regards uh, that you left out some information, um, which I assume is for a reason. It was obviously a very personal thing, the reason you couldn't go to – you had to have that day off in the first – first. I imagine a family matter or a health matter or something Probably, like that. Probably, but I honestly can't remember. You actually can't remember. I actually can't remember. Yeah, yeah. right. So, I'm sorry I hope it was important, it. mate. I it, hope it wasn't look, just it, you what, had the runs or something. There's or, no yeah. way I'd do that. Or, yeah, I hope it wasn't well, just – Hey, you know, George, I want to play it was three band. weeks in advance. He wasn't No, it was planning. longer than that. It was longer than three weeks in advance. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, it was like it was something serious, but I can't remember what exactly I hope it was a funeral, mate, or something like that. It may well – do you know what? It may well have been. My grandma died around that time. Yes, we'll just keep, not, not keep, three keep, weeks in advance though. Not three weeks in advance. What do you mean? You wouldn't even you wouldn't even know there was a funeral on. Three oh, weeks hang on. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going my grandma's funeral's in three months' time. Jesus, no, what no, am I no. thinking? No. If it was a Jewish funeral, not that you are Jewish, it has to be within a couple of days. Okay. So, well, that, it wasn't your Jewish funeral. It wasn't my Jewish funeral. The other thing about this yeah. story, moving on from Jewish fun- funerals, is uh, the <laughs> keeping it light, <laughs> keeping it moving, moving along. Is it was the phone featured quite heavily, and yes. prior to the advent of the Nokia thirty two ten and all those devices we were fumbling around with, the Motorola flip tops, uh, it plugs left, right, and center. Here is that. You couldn't make these fuck-ups prior to these... You couldn't accidentally write a letter to the wrong person or, you know, it's, and when you pick up a phone and talk to someone and go, fuck, they're an asshole. It, unless you pick it up and say it straight away, you normally hear their voice first, so you're not going to have that mistake. It's, yeah. a, it's a technology thing. It's a technology thing, yeah. I wanted the phone to disintegrate the mm. minute I press send. I wanted it to turn to dust mm. or scarab beetles. I just wanted the well, phone to we- turn into scarab beetles that all ran up the wall. Yeah. And I wanted to burst into flames. Like myself, like just spontaneously combust, combust into flames. Yeah, yeah, swallow you up. Oh, how good would that be? That 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 happened to a family member, uh, like a family friend of mine. He um, he he's quite he's quite high up on the anti-drug kind of world legislation, and he wrote a joke about Amanda Vanstone on a an email, and he forwarded it to a bunch of his friends, and he he cc'd her in. Oh, <gasps> yeah, that that made the newspaper. I think that one. Yeah, that, that, it's like a it's definitely. A, a crime of our century. Oh well, yeah, emails. You're right. That's a similar thing. I had a mate at Freehills. He was a lawyer, 
and he was a footy jock, and he'd just finished his first year, and he sent an email to everyone at Freehills. I think he CC'd accidentally running anyway. He basically goes, guys, just doing, getting organising for the weekend. Actually, out of, out of curiosity, what do you reckon of my rating systems for the birds in the office? Ooh. And then at the back end, he went, P.S. Anyone needs needs um, anyone need need pingers for the weekend? Just let <laughs> oh me know. Oh my god! Put your orders in now. That's a left right hook. Uh, the what did he call it? Yeah. A jab and a oh, I don't know the fighting terms, but it's both punches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to his own head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two fists of fury. Well, I would be on damage fists. control. I'd be t- I'd be talking about real birds, and I'd be talking about you know what pingers mean. I don't know. Yeah, you get your girlfriend in, mate. You'd wheel her in. <laughs> so <laughs> I get Jamie's girlfriend in. And like, Excuse me. Yeah, that's right. Jamie's uh, Jamie is single. At the moment, ladies, I did establish that oh. prior to this podcast. Yeah, so, okay. kind you of always strange ask questions. That. That's but... always first thing you want to know. <laughs> yeah, you single? Real? Great, great, great. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, all about plugs? And um, yeah. how are you enjoying that, Jamie? How how's it being single? Well, it's um, it's it's been a long time. I've been five years basically single, and um, I I uh, you know, I think there's there's uh. I feel like I have uh, more to uh, to to give to a relationship than ever before. As as I get older, you know what I mean. I learn. Yep. I learn what it means to be a uh, a a good person more and more each day. So it's uh, it's kind of the exi- the 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 exi- the prospect of having a relationship at some point in the future is kind of exciting. But I don't know whether it will ever happen. There's that. But there's <laughs> there's that. But there's also in terms of relationships, we must, shouldn't yeah. forget that we do this podcast from Sydney and Melbourne, and Jamie has been a bit of a floozy with those two locations of late. You're residing now in Melbourne, is that correct? I live not? in Melbourne now, yeah. I live in... Oh, that's great. Yeah, I live in, in Melbourne's north um, suburb of Thornbury. What what address, what what house address are you at, well, just in case I, anyone wants to pop I'm in? I'm not sure that I really want to divulge that. Is that, the, is that the address? Send it to anyone who cares? Is that the same? Yeah, nobody same cares house? at gmail.com. You can ask for my address if you're really interested. Um... Yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what, J Dog. I um, I teach on a Thursday in uh, Thornbury, so I might uh, meet you for a coffee afterwards. Okay, awesome. Do you mind popping that into an email? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, why did you why did you move, mate? Why did you why did you piss off from Sydney to Melbourne? Because we're it's always waxing lyrical about the yes. uh, the pros and cons of both cities. Oh, great, great. Um, well, I it, I was when I moved to Melbourne. I for starters, I I I only went down there for a month to start working on some music. Um, uh, and I just ended up staying there. You know, I went down for a month and thought, oh, maybe I'll just do another month. I was staying at a friend's house. Um, he rented me a room, and and all of a sudden, I just thought, you know what? I'm kind of done with Sydney for the minute just because I just don't know. I'm sick of everything. I'm sick of it all. I'm sick of seeing the same things. I'm sick of seeing the same people everywhere. I'm just sick of it. And I hadn't spent that much time in Melbourne, and it was that beautiful feeling of exploring a new city making new friends, being in new surroundings. Everything felt new and fresh again. Um, you know, I, I didn't have any money when I got there. So, I started... I'm wearing an I Love... Dorji's pointing at my I Love Sydney shirt, which I bought today for $9 from a store in um, in Redfern. And you know why you it was $9? Why? Because I said why? to him... Because it had a little mark on the shoulder and I said, it was 10... I said, how much? He said, 10 bucks. I said, what's the best price you can do for it? And I pointed at the, di- <laughs> the dirty mark on the shoulder and he said, that's my display shirt. And I said, yeah, I realized that, but it's got a, you can see the little dirty mark and I, you know, I don't, and he said, you know what? I'll do you a deal. I'll do it for $9. He said sarcastically. And I laughed in his face and I said, deal. (laughs) And I gave him nine bucks. Anyway, so I'm wearing a I Love Sydney shirt because it's true. I do. I love, love, love being back here now. It feels like home. 
Um, so you're not gonna you're not gonna leave us before we started our weekly coffee Thursday coffee thing. Are you are you thinking about moving back to Sydney? What's going no, on? No, no, I I don't think I'm thinking about moving back to Sydney in, okay, in cool. any rush. Um, but uh, it is very cool in Thornbury, Dodge. It's it's kind of like the uh, extension of Northcote, and it's yeah, it's 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 popping. Is it is it gentrified already? Like Northcote is, or, or not so not much? Not quite, not quite. Yeah, it's it's not probably quite. on the way, but not not quite. It's pretty um like there's not enough streetlights in the streets, so they're very dark and suburban. Actually, kind of spooky. It's a, sp- I love my house and I love the main street, High Street in Thornbury, but I find the I find the back streets a bit spooky. Okay, so how long have you been in Melbourne for now? A year and a half. So, which is better? Man, my heart is just so rooted in Sydney. It really is. I just absolutely <sighs> adore this place. I do. I adore it. Um, and But I love I love Melbourne as well. I, I find it hard to... You know, I don't really understand it when people go, oh, I hate that city. I'd never have that. Unless we're talking about Canberra, I'm into it. Oh, Ooh. No offense to our Canberra listeners, Whoa. we've got quite a few. Uh, but you, you kind of made your bed there. You, you, you sounds like you're leaning towards Sydney still, which is yeah, I am. That's I fine. am. I am. A little birdie told me you're looking to buy in Sydney, Jono. Is that is that true? A little bit. Well, I might have some breaking news for you later in the podcast, mate. Okay. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Anyway, on that note, breaking news. Thanks so much for being exclusive for us, Jamie. Really appreciate you coming in, being a, our kickoff guest with your fi- with story of te- technology failing you. Uh, when you were young, when you were very young and easily uh, knocked aside internally, but you obviously overcame it fantastically. You're a I real did. adult. You stood up at the rap party. Well, can I, yeah, can I say that the, the, the takeaway from this story, I think, is, yeah. um, is facing up when you've, when you've made a mistake or you've upset someone, face up, suit up, show up, um, look them in the eyes and say, you know what? I wronged you and I'm sorry. Because none of us are perfect, are we? No. No way. No. And, and and life is so much easier when you just apologize for your mistakes rather than ignore them or try to shift the blame. Yeah, blame others. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We can't go on like that. No. Agreed. Did, so did you get the day out. off? We, we didn't find that out either. Do you remember? Or was that just periphery? Um, look, I, I, wish I, I wish I knew the answer. And I could make, <laughs> I could make it up. I, could, I really could make it up. But I just, I'm not going to do that. No, don't make it up. Exactly. You're not, you're, you're, you're not a liar. That's no, good. I'm not a liar. No, that, that's, that's great. We, that, is a, that is a sickening feeling when something like that happens. Oh, it's and that's pretty much the backbone of our show. Georgie and I have had so many incidences where we've wronged people. Yeah, so, um, it's, it's and really we've bad. we've rarely owned up, so it's great to hear someone who has, <laughs> yeah, who's pointed out, you know, as part of the growing process. And it was great that you realised at such a young age. I mean, we're in our mid to late thirties now, and we're still struggling to own up for a lot of our prior transgressions. But I think this is a bit of a uh, a recovery, a psychological bloodletting process for us. And and, mm. and thanks for opening your veins as well. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, thanks, Jamie. Jamie. See you Thursdays. Okay, yeah, every Thursday from now on. Great. Thanks, mate. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming to you every week from Sydney and Melbourne. It's full disclosure. The Jono and Dorge Podcast. Jono and Dorge. Full disclosure in the raw. 